Jane Faulkner, are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? Oh, I can oh, now. Got you. Beautiful. We, uh, oh, I don't know what's going on. We've got uh, technical issues, but I think they're on my side. Well, the, I think there's a combo. Right. Sometimes these, uh, the you know, internet phones, they uh, they play up a little bit. So, anyway, oh. welcome to the wine show, and thanks for coming back. It's always fun having a chat to you, Jane. And um, thank you. So, uh, so we wanted to just really check in because. You know, you're a wine judge, you're a wine writer, you, you're seeing lots and lots of wine uh, and um, and you know what's hot and what's not. So we sort of thought, let's give some people some tips on what to drink in, you know, this spring, summer, Christmas season. Oh, how long have we got? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that, this is where your professionalism comes in. How did... <laughs> well, look, you know, there is clearly a little um, event called Christmas coming up and um, plenty of people get together for that and look, I just um, it, it is an excuse to crack open some bubbly isn't it although I don't need any excuse but there's so much great stuff at the moment um, and I actually have been thinking about sparkling Shiraz you know that great Aussie tradition and I also have a friend who adores it so I have to kick start with that you know I really think it's underrated and um, yes, if it's a very hot day, do do chill it down. And obviously you'd, you'd have it cool anyway. Um, I'm pretty um, enamoured with the, the Sepult um, uh, sparkling Shiraz, but also from Best. Um, they're really good two options. Not too expensive either. Yep. I mean, that's another thing. You, we, you know, we're always budget conscious. And I'm like anyone after a bargain. So, uh, But I also think there's some pretty good Proseccos around in terms for um, getting a, a good sparkling that's not too heavy and cheerful and um, enjoyable. So I'd sort of kickstart things with that. Mm-hmm. That is classic Australian wine, though, isn't it? Like a sparkling burgundy from Zeppel, like from back in the day. No other country really does anything like that, do they, Jane? No, that's that's ours to own, and we should wear it with pride. Bloody oath. Absolutely. <laughs> celebrate it. Cab Shiraz and sparkling Shiraz, that's awesome. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I just... I, I mean, there are some good blends, and obviously it's not just Shiraz, but I do love that, um, you know, the, the actual Shiraz sparkling. I think they're, they're some really good ones. Um, providing, you know, you've got good base wine and it's not just an afterthought. I've just um, come back uh, this week from chairing the Australian Sparkling Wine Show, and there were some reds in there that were, OK, not great. It'd be great to see some, some better producers. Well, I mean, I don't know who put their wines in, but some, you know, those strong producers out there entering that show because it's a, it's a class I really enjoy, Sparkling Red. So, um, yeah, and it, you're right. It doesn't actually just have to be Shiraz. I remember uh, in Margs a few years ago down at Windows and they had a beautiful sparkling Merlot and it was just crackerjack because of those, like, wide tannins and softness and not too much dosage. It was cracking wine. Oh, lovely. I mean, and that's the thing. You don't want it too sweet, do you? Mm, it's, no. um, if it, mm. if, if a, any sparkling, but in particular um, a sparkling red, if it's, if it's too sweet, they're hiding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Exactly. Maybe the tannins are a little bit raw. There's something else. They didn't know what to do. Who knows? But, um, you know, that's where you, you ask your independent retailer, point me to a very good sparkling red, and um, off you go. How many uh, entries did you have at the sparkling wine show? Um, all up the entries were about 160, 170, and it was fantastic. Um, it obviously was cancelled last year due to a, a little annoyance called the global pandemic. Um, but it was uh, it was great to be back with people, uh, you know, other other wine 
uh, makers and wine folk. And, yeah, it was a cracking show. It's um, some really solid wines. Uh, not announced to next week the winner, so I can't even tell you who's won what. I know. We, we, <laughs> so, we, we, we were never here. I, I've actually got a pretty... Um a passion for all things wine and sparkling, but given your history with the alternative wine show and that sort of thing, is there a category yeah. for, and how do you feel, question with that notice, about uh, our current obsession with, you know, method ancestral slash pet nats and all that sort of stuff? Have you got an opinion about that? Of course I've got an opinion. Who doesn't? <laughs> in the wine, the wine industry, everyone's got an opinion on that. And look, I, like any style, there are people who uh, make some beautiful examples and there are those who don't. Mm. You know, I'm not, I don't come from the camp, oh, that's, they're just awful, faulty wines. You know, they're a bit turbid and, mm. oh, no. I love them. And you, but you've got to pick the ones that are great. And the only way you can do that is ask someone who knows yep. or try them. I mean, mm. trying is the best way. Um, you know, Mark, Brian Martin at Ravensworth, I think he's making some really delicious wine. Oh, the Petnat of... Gamay is just yeah. off its... And I had a bottle last night of Dredgy's uh, Dr. Ongo. So this oh, is a yeah. Tasmanian yeah, right. 2021, 90% Pinot Noir, and then he chucks in the, the Riesling as it's fermenting, you know, it's about five yeah. Beaumet, and it just... You know, and these was, I was having a wine dinner with some old mates. These guys are like old school... Uh, just drink from the Barossa and make that, you know. <laughs> so I gave them a little taste of that, and it and it changed it changed their minds, you know. Oh, that's well. There you go. That's great mm. to hear. And I think if you've got your blinkers on, you've got your blinkers on. Yeah. And sometimes you need not to tell them. Say, look, just try this. Yeah, have a crack, and, mate. And, what, what's the worst yeah. thing? You're not going to like it. Who cares? Yeah, you, it's yeah, one sip right. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, more for me. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's right. So I, you know, don't and, and look. This, it's an old style of making sparkling. This is what yeah. they used to do. So why are we all of a sudden like, oh, no, not going there? Be open-minded, and it doesn't matter if you don't like it, but there'll be plenty of people who do. So, exactly. You know, yeah. I love the style, so mm. very happy with There's lots of texture with, with pet nets, and that's, um, you know, obviously you don't want volatility or, you know, botanomyces or anything like that, but I don't want that in any wine. And no. mm. there you go. Totally. Um, what else did you drink last night? <laughs> well, the, the 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 wine that I had the most high hopes for was my last bottle of 1990 Irvine Grand Merlot, but uh, it, it, ah. it it had a fair amount of TCA, so that went straight ah, into the yeah. to the sink. Uh, revived it yeah. though, because I knew these guys didn't want to drink Merlot. You know, not like the movie sideways sort of theme. But I, I had a, a lovely <laughs> Gaia Promise as well, which is a Kraken, I'm sure you know it, but for our listeners, little Tuscany IGT blend from the old Barbaresco master. So it's Merlot, Sangiovese and Shiraz and just mm. like cracking, about 80 bucks, just beautiful, like, you know, quite a modern Italian style for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. of course, he's always been doing things his own way, I suppose. Oh, great. That sounds like a good dinner. That no, was Gosh. pretty good. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see him turn up. At, <laughs> oh, yeah, know. yeah, but I oh, know you need to tell the listeners oh, there, there were phone calls and a few texts, but I was I was here and I'm here and I'm fine. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so there you go. So, um, so Jane, what else have you been seeing? You know, maybe um, you know, are there some some alternate um, varietals that we you know we always keep coming back to that little part? But anything that's that's you know really starting to emerge that you're that you're really enjoying watching well, its progress. Yeah, look, I think it's timely that um, uh, because the Royal Melbourne Wine Show Awards were announced on Thursday, 
And there was a trophy for the, um, I think it was the best single white varietal. And it was um, Small Victories Wine Co. Um, they do very cool things from SA, South Australia. And the fruits from Ricoterra Farms, which is Ashley and Holly Ratcliffe's um, amazing vineyard of all things um, alternative, uh, lots of Mediterranean varieties. Anyway, it was their Vermentino that they grew that Small Victories turned into wine that won the, a trophy. Mm. And, you know, at a major wine uh, show, that is just awesome. That's huge, isn't it? It's a big mm. boon, yeah. It is. So, you know, this is the thing that just because it's alternative, oh, look, we'll have a crack at that. It's a bit trendy, and but we don't really care. You know, it's the next trendy thing. Well, that's not the right way to make really good wine. You might make some fun wine, and really good wine should also be some, should be a bit of fun in it as well. But um, so I think we're seeing sort of a next level with Vermentino. You know, plantings are finding their feet in the right places. Mm. Um, obviously, McLaren Vale does so well with um, Mediterranean varieties. Piano's looking good. And we probably talked about this last time, you know, these these varieties that are here to stay because they are because, you know, uh, are, um, we're getting warmer. So yeah. they'll just continue to improve, but they need the same dedication as you would give it to any variety you think is excellent. And you've got to, you know, um, work it in the vineyard and obviously in the winemaking, be thoughtful to it. So... Those two are definitely here to say Nero Davila and obviously Steve Panels, Ali Anico, mm. that he planted on his property and, you know, he took what he thought would be the best part of his property that's full of old, um, old vine Shiraz. He bought the site there and um, I think that is astonishing, that wine. Um, it's unbelievable. So if you want a red that's got, you know, beautiful fruit flavour but also amazing tannins, and obviously a bit differently, you know. It's not Shiraz, so um, have a crack at that. I think it's a terrific wine. And the Fighting Gully Road make a pretty smart Alianico as well. What about um, what about they Jim do. Barry and some of the new, well, you know, inverted commas, white varietals that they've got up there yeah, in the, the clear? The Greek one. The... Yeah, well, it's a Certico that they mm. um, specialised in. Uh, yeah. Well, they're the only one mm. specialised in. Um, so that's now got a few, quite a few years behind it, and that just continues to get better and better. And for people who might know, not know this Greek variety, it's got natural high acidity. So you know, surprisingly, with riesling, you're going to, you know, if you know how to make riesling, you're probably going to yeah, have a Claire good Valley track. riesling. Who would have thought? Huh? Yeah, who would have thought? But but, um, but I, I love that. You know, I love the story, Jane. That um, yes. I can't remember if it was Sam or Tom who was telling it, but. But Peter and his wife were over in Greece and they saw yes. this varietal and they, and they had it there and he thought, I reckon this could work mm. uh, in the clip. Yeah, that's right. Well, of course, you know, Peter's always on holiday, isn't he? <laughs> and uh, Peter is too, anyway. Yes, they were on the island of Santorini and they tasted a producer called uh, Agios, and, um, which is quite a textural, I mean, still got rosy acidity, but a really beautiful wine. You can get that in Australia. Um, and they tasted that, thought, wow, and learned a bit more. And that's actually where they sourced their vines from, from that producer. And to get vines out of Greece is extremely difficult, but they persevered and it's paid off. And uh, it's great to watch the journey of that wine. And mm. it's lovely that it's in my lifetime. So, and, you know, I'll be, I'll certainly be tasting it for another 20 years or so. Um, and it will be will be a bit of a start. So, and I love it. I love I love it as a variety anyway. Yeah. So it's just fantastic to say, yeah, we grow that in Australia.
Yeah, uh, and, and, and I think that, that isn't that the great thing about our industry here that we, you've got families like the Lloyds in McLaren Vale who, yep. who, who identified this stuff early on, right? So they've, I could be wrong, but I think they've got the biggest planting of Sangiovese, you know, in Australia going around and they were, they, they've got pick pool there, right? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Have I got that right now? They've got a beautiful yeah. pick pool, yeah. yep. Um, they were the first commercial release of Fiano, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. It's awesome stuff. It is awesome, and they make, you know, very good wine. So it's not like, oh, you know, this is just something that's a bit different, let's just put that in. Mark was looking for something that could offset the um, traditional varieties or, um, you know, in the Vale, and obviously Chardonnay does not grow well there uh, overall. So it's about finding better varieties to suit the site, and it worked. So, yeah, and Pickpool's great. You know, Pickpool is a cracking summer wine. Oh, yeah. It goes with, um, if you're into seafood, oysters, and it, it's beautiful. Um, and, yeah, that's it's one of my faves. And that, that should be on your summer summer dining table or in the backyard at the barbie before you crank it up. Well, a lot of people at, at Christmas in Australia obviously chuck a few prawns on, but they have oysters before that as well. So, mm. like, yeah. Yeah, a perfect Well, it's, it's such a massive seafood time, isn't it? Like... You know, not just, in my house. We still no, do turkey not and uh, me either. You know, but, yeah, but you see the vision of the markets just being jammed oh, with people. It's you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it's a little bit crazy. What are you What are you having on your Christmas table for lunch then, Jane? Uh, I can tell you, I will be sitting. I'm looking after someone's farm up at Porpunka with a view to Mount Buffalo. And no sympathy because I'm happy. I'm yeah, it sounds, sounds, on my sounds own. horrible. <laughs> it does sound horrible. And I just will be sitting there and I will just think, ah, what bottle should I crack open now? I mean, often I do, um, I love the Italian, you know, a bit of slice of panettone um, with some Prosecco, a Siracco, Prosecco, oh, sorry, not Prosecco, um, Moscato. Moscato Dasti, Siracco, yeah, that's yep, a nice one. Yeah, that's um, a beautiful wine. You have it for breakfast, let's face it. Um, it's sweet but beautifully frolled, not too sweet. And when you have it with the buttery um, um, toasted uh, panettone, it's such a treat. Um, so I'm going to have a very low-key day, but it's just going to be delightful. Um, hey, Jane, have you, have, have you yeah. tried the uh, Zonzo uh, Moscato? Yeah, I have. That's pretty good. Too, I think that's a. Know? I think that's my yeah. favourite Australian sort of Moscato uh, du jour. I think it's a lovely wine. Yeah. It's, it's like having peach and you know sorbet or something in a bottle. It's it's, mm. it's lovely, and you get you can yeah. get to, take some strawberries, bit of balsamic vinegar on them, bit of mint, and it's just lovely. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Here is, um, you know, is a bit too sweet, but some of some of them are good. You, again, you've just got to pick, pick it out and. Uh, you know, it's inexpensive, a lot of it, but a lot of it's sort of just a bit of an afterthought. It's a, it's a mm. funny category. Um, people love it, you know. It goes gangbusters. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sort of more... Um, but, yeah, the Zon's own for the price point is pretty good. Yeah, and I think that's a wine that... if you, you, It's about intent. If you're going to make a serious wine with anything, but, you've got to take it seriously, I suppose. Yeah, but, you know, Moscato is also a bit of fun. You know, you just... I mean, Siracco, you know, they just make um, fantastic Moscato. That's what they... That's what they do, right? For. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do make some other stuff, but they are renowned for that. But you you have to pay for that, you know, that, that price point. So, um, mm. um, but if you're interested in trying that, Boccaccio sellers sell it because their import arm imports it. So, um, but I love that. I think it's really good. There, there are others too, by the way. I'm just... That just pops just into my head because yeah, I get it every year. Yeah, but, yeah. um, 
you know, and plenty of rosé. You can't have too much rosé in your life, I reckon, coming up now. Mm. Um, well, you know, Re- Richard, just, we, we spoke with Simon Steele at Medhurst and oh, Richard... Yeah. Richard um, Said to, uh, you know, so he's got his eye on a magnum of it, haven't you? Well, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you knew, uh, Jane, but Ben Porte's made a new single vineyard rosé that's a bit of an exclusive. I work at Uncle Dan's, so a bit of an Uncle yep. Dan's and Celador thing, but it's, it's a, you know, serious rosé with kind of layers. And, okay, rosé should be fun too, but, like, uh, if you're drinking Bandol and Tompierre and all that stuff, like, it has it has layers, it has texture, it you know, it's, it's, it's got a bit of mouthfeel to it and it's just, obviously we know it's a great food wine, but, you know, <clears throat> you're right, you can't have too much rosé. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah, I think, and look, if Ben Porte can't make a rosé, no one can, he, you know. Yeah, he's, he's only a 10th generation French winemaker. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, yeah, very, he's a very thoughtful yeah, yeah. winemaker and uh, obviously there are other rosés being, you know, Fontaine and yeah. there's the other one that name escapes me. Yeah, really good. And um, I know they've bought some vineyards with, you know, they're renowned as a Cabernet producer, but um, have now got into Pinot and um, is that wine, a Pinot-based wine? Uh, it's rosé. a bit of a blend, so it's a bit of Cabernet, yeah. and because I think Dominic was always into Cabernet as a great varietal for rosé, just to give it a little bit of kick to it, you know, at the front, and yeah. you know, there's a little bit of Shiraz and a touch of Merlot in that wine too. But obviously, mm. people like Steve Weber at De Bordley making the you know Labouin, the Pinot yeah. Noir, you know that that stuff. They they had the rosé revolution, and now they're calling it rosé evolution, right? So you've got to thank <laughs> someone. That's incre- that's a great thing to do. Mm. Yeah, it is, and look, it's sort of. It's a uh, rosé, sort of a bit like Sauvignon Blanc to some people. Oh, look, that'll do. It's it's got a nice colour, and that's therein lies the problem. You sort of then got to like with any wine, it's always the producer, isn't it? So, um, and no problem if it's um, cheap and cheerful. Um, One of my favourite actually is the Las Vino uh, Albino from um, Margaret River, which is um, Nick Peterkin, who's the winemaker there. And they're hard to find because that's small volume and that he makes a Pinot, that's a Pinot Chardonnay blend for the rosé. Yep. It's, um, you know, it's, and to build the texture, it's fermented in oak, uh, obviously just the aged oak, um, gets the texture from it, from a bit of leaves. It is so beautiful. And, mm. um, but I think he only made something like 2,800 bottles. Not enough to go around in No, Australia. but would, it, would so, it surprise you to know that actually we, I had a couple of dozen to sell even at Dan Murphy's in Alfington, you know. So, okay. yeah, yeah it's, well, it's sort of starting to get into a bit more mainstream. But, you know, yeah. wine making royalty there. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that's right. He's the grandson of the um, Kevin and um, Diana. Uh, Diana. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, he knows his stuff, but he's an incredibly uh, thoughtful winemaker. I think he's one of the, you know, next generation of leaders. I mean, I think he's already a leader anyway. His wine, that brand is phenomenal. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, I love them all. They're just amazing wines. They're exciting, really exciting stuff. So. Mm, very much so. I think my favourite there is the hermaphrodite wine that he makes there in the little 500ml bottles. It's uh, yeah. cool. Yeah, really cool so, stuff. Mm. And, you know, the Chenin Blanc, I think he's revolutionised Chenin Blanc in Australia, which, um, you know, often it's a bit too sweet trying to, you know, we don't do Vouvray, so please don't pretend we can. Yeah. So he, again, you know, makes this textural style and, oh, mamma mia, it's so good. Um <laughs> Very cool. I'm getting thirsty. Is that wrong? I'm thirsty again as well. Um, (laughs) And we're running out of time. Well, we have really run out of time, Jane. Sorry. But um, um, thank you. This is, you've given us lots and lots of things to think about um, as we 
do the run to Christmas. It's only what the fifth, so we've got plenty of time to fit it all in before we get to the to the twenty fourth. Don't run 24th. out of time. Mm, yes, and then we've got all of summer as the rest of the oh, run. The backup rosé uh, <laughs> drinking in January. We'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there too. Um, Jane, enjoy your farm stay. You know. Um, Babysitting the farm. Um, Thank you. It's a nice part of the world up there. So, um, oh, it's lovely. Yes. Yeah. Well, enjoy. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, Merry you Christmas and, too. And everyone who listens in. That's, so, thank, thank you. Thank Thanks you, and yeah, look forward to to the next time, Jane. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Good Cheers. one. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.